One of the inter- interesting storylines as training camps open up around the league is the teams with rookie quarterbacks. How do you handle them? How do you prepare them for the season? Much is expected, more in today's era of football than in the past. You didn't expect a whole lot from a rookie quarterback. That's changed, of course, over the years. So the topic of today's podcast is developing a young quarterback uh, in the NFL in today's system. A reminder, you can get detailed breakdowns on the game of football, college NFL at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage, folks. We've got our football season sale up. Look, training camps are open. So for all intents and purposes, we decided to roll out a special sale for you. The football season sale, limited time only. Uh, Take advantage of it. Look, it simply is this. It gives you 12 months football, college, NFL, from a coaching, scouting, front office perspective. View on the college game, the pro game. LandryFootball.com is where you want to be. Uh, and it'll look if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, uh, coaching, uh, uh, informa- inside information, you name it. We got it at LandryFootball.com. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months. But the football season sale is the best deal that we've got going. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So the Panthers, the Colts in particular, have an interesting task to prepare Bryce Young, um, Anthony Richardson, got the Texans uh, in a situation as well with a young quarterback uh, that will um, see how things uh, play out going forward. But developing a young quarterback is perhaps the most, I think, valued trait that owners look for when hiring a new head coach. Nine of the past 15 head coaches hires have primary backgrounds on offense. Though the NFL was once a defense wins championship league, and certainly some would argue that that is an integral part and still is. Um, Certainly the most important, as you know, in the field in modern football is the quarterback. Bryce Young. With the importance of quarterback development in mind, Panthers owner David Tepper hired Frank Wright to lead the organization. Uh, Thanks to that blockbuster trade, Carolina acquired the number one overall pick in the 23 draft. You got Bryce Young. They intend to build a future around him. Like Tepper, Wright also sought intelligent, invested coaches to help his young quarterback um, development. one of the people um, that we look at is a guy like Jim Caldwell, who's on the staff, who's been around good quarterbacks. So if you look at working with young quarterbacks, you know, I know every place I've gone to to coach a quarterback hadn't dealt with before. What I tried to do, and I tried to make sure that, you know, all of my quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators look at every single throw that they've ever made in their entire career. Exactly everything, high school to college. Um, you 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 watch it, you catalog them, and in literally every throw, you grade and you chart and you catalog them. So when you um, when you take that as a series of drills off of that, 
that you try to use that will make a huge difference in terms of fundamental effectiveness in the pocket. Before you can start talking about learning offenses and doing a lot of different things, which you have to do, you know, parallel to the fundamentals, you got to really work in terms of your footwork, uh, effectiveness in the pocket, outside the pocket, making throws under duress, where the uncomfortable becomes comfortable. You've got to work drills that are going to allow them to do that and do that well. Um, I, I think it's pivotal to getting a player comfortable to physically be able to, to react to the situations in front of them, just as the classroom will, the classroom time will be about understanding what defenses are doing and what your offense is expected to do. So I think those are really, really key things. Um, I think in Carolina, they've got a team that's pretty decent, and I think they've got the infrastructure in place with a quarterback coach and a head coach who's been a quarterback and a quarterback coach to take a cerebral quarterback and try to make him a move the pocket guy in the pocket guy and to be a good um, a good pro quarterback from inside the pocket. Now in Indianapolis, for example, it might be a lot different. Um, Anthony Richardson was brought in you know, with the hopes of building a team around him. Jim Irsay, general manager Chris Ballard, brought in Shane Steichen as a new head coach, coming over from Philly. He mentored young Jalen Hurts. Um, Hurts, for most of his rookie season, sat behind Carson Wentz, a formula that teams often adopt when selecting a quarterback they don't feel is quite ready. Now, I don't think Anthony Richardson is ready, but – they may need to play him and use his physical skills early on. Though you can debate um, the best way to do it, and I think it's very, very individualized. So getting Richardson to play, um, I think they're going to try to have a package, if not enough of a package, to utilize the RPO game with him. And I think that's the offense that they're going to run, and I think that that's going to be – Instead of part of the offense, which it was in Philly, it's going to be the majority of the offense, and then they'll build some of the other stuff off of that. But I think they drafted Anthony Richardson, not based upon his experience and making plays in the pocket, but his physical gifts as a runner. So I think they want him to play fast. They want him to play aggressive. And I think they're going to work to get him as ready as possible, get his confidence. So it's very similar to what I said. You're going to have to still work with mechanics. You're going to still work with, you know, footwork and throwing the football effectively so that you can become a better passer and you can learn a lot of what defenses are going to be doing. But I think it's going to be a little different here in that they're going to tailor it into more of a smaller, finite system of approach. Um I don't think he's going to be, you know, as ready as, say, Bryce Young could be. I think Bryce Young is more cerebral, sees and understands and is more effective as a passer. So I think that it's going to be about more of the physical skills in the RPO game. So, you know, I think both of these guys are going to be eager to put their mark on the league. I think in Houston, they're going to do something similar, probably 
somewhat in between. I don't think that as a rebuilding team, they're necessarily going to throw him in right away. But I do think that they're going to have a similar approach to try to develop the young guy. So it's an inexact, inexact science to develop a quarterback. Uh, an improvement can be inconsistent, not you know sometimes nonlinear. Even when rookie quarterbacks who explode onto the scene like Cam Newton and RG3, they experience a lot of growing pains. And the reason is you utilize the physical skills and they have some initial success. However, what happens is once that initial success goes away and people learn how to play you and you've got to adjust to that and you're not able to do it, it's certainly going to have an effect. So identifying the growing pains and game planning to minimize the impact uh, will be the key for both, you know, Reich and Steichen and uh, certainly in Houston as they attempt to build winning programs. It's not as common to sit a quarterback for the entire year. Um, I had a quarterback in Steve McNair that wasn't ready, and we worked hard to get him ready as best we could. We, like most people do, sign a veteran quarterback that we played with uh, Chris Chandler, and then he had Dave Craig as a backup later. But Chris Chandler was the guy that was our quarterback, and Steve McNair was the backup until he was ready to go. Well, we didn't really get Steve into the game uh, until the latter part of the season. And when you know, he was there, he still wasn't ready, but everyone thinks you're not, you can't learn anything until you play, and that's not true. Practice doesn't make perfect. It makes permanent. So if you put a guy in a game that is not prepared and you just say, just figure it out, throw him in the deep water and let him dog paddle to the side, uh, it doesn't work because what you do is ingrain bad habits. And then now, instead of teaching a guy how to do it, you got to break the habits before you can teach it. So the best way to do it is to take each player individually um, to assess where they are, what they need to understand. They need to have a basis of understanding of what they're asked to do. So that if you you focus on those things, then once you get to that point, then you've got to put them on the field and play. Because at that point, they can't get better until they play. But until they get to that, that point, you're just, again, throwing them into deep water and not really teaching proper strokes and techniques. So... I think it's something to really understand. And the answer is not, well, Chris, how's, is that one game, two games, five games? It's it's not a set, you know, it's depending on the player. It's depending on the, the team. It depends on the system. Now, I will say you should modify the system to help the players grow, um, you know, become uh, a little quicker. But there's some things that you cannot – avoid that have to be done as a quarterback to be successful. So I think being able to be patient, I know that's hard, but work really hard to give just a little bit on their plate and then work that and then a little bit more and a little bit more. But remember, simplifying sounds great. And it is what you need to do. But the more simplified you are, the more simplified you are to defend. So the whole thing about, well, make it easy, make it simple. We'll do, yeah, you could live off the physical gifts of an Anthony Richardson, for example, early. 
like with Cam Newton and RG3. But when they began to defend him as an athlete and not worry about him as a passer because he can't throw, then you're going to see the real issues start to, and the players start to regress. So it is important to understand that teaching good technique physically, along with teaching in the classroom, responsibility and understanding of the offense and putting in phases of the offense that first start with the things that he can do well and then gradually improve and build from there is the way to go. And the timetable is very, very individualized. That's a look at, again, some thoughts on how to develop young quarterbacks and get them ready for the season. Reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns of the game of football, college football, NFL, over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale. It's the best deal that we've got going. It uh, You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But the football season sale, the best deal that we've got going, um, uh, you can check that out uh, because it'll give you not only the in-season, the out-of-season, all year long. Players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got it for you at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. LandryFootball.com, that football season sale, we've rolled it out for you to get you an early start, get you ready for the season. Also, subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you, folks. Talk to you again next time.